0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 292 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we uh, take a pause from our Come Follow Me studies as usual before we dive into Daniel, uh, Chapters 1-6 to this week. Uh, Today we're going to have a look at any listener comments that we've had and also share something else that's been studied aside from the Come Follow Me materials. Uh, today, um, we did have our listener comments. Uh, it was about the uh, the dry bones that we found in Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel 37. Uh, it says, um, our, our listener says, I, I totally use this as a Halloween lesson and taught my kids that if they let the spirits of the Lord come in them, they too can rise up like dry bones and become zombies. I mean, new creatures in Christ. Um, I thought that was a very nice um, kind of link to... Well, actually, it is Halloween today, so obviously the dry bones lesson and skeletons forming themselves to create people is a, is a wonderful Halloweeny uh, themed lesson. So, if you want to kind of dip back into Ezekiel today, that's a perfect opportunity to do so. Um, but yeah, it's a an intriguing um, object lesson given by the Lord uh, to Ezekiel, but one which again has great power in how we have. New life brought into us I and mean, we, we we become new creatures. And, of course, the the comparison and link to how it can be applied to us um, becoming new creatures in Christ um, rather than just the kingdom of, of Judah and Israel being uh, brought back together and being given new life. So, you know, again, numerous ways that this can be applied uh, to our understanding and study. So the thing that I want to share today um, is linked to John chapter 21. Now, if you remember a few weeks ago, we, um, I shared about the uh, difference between Peter, um, the disciple of Christ, when he first met the Saviour um, in John um, on the fishing boats and how he was afraid to be near the Saviour when he saw the miracle that was produced uh, with catching the fish. And then the difference between that and the Peter that we see in John 21 where he runs to the Saviour, he swims to the Saviour to be near him when he has the same miracle shown to him and just the difference in understanding that he has about the Saviour's love and mercy to him as a sinner, as a mortal being, um, that despite his faults and frailties, uh, he wants to be with the Saviour and so... He knows now that the Saviour loves all, no matter what they've done, and he casts none away from him. So um, that was just a thought, a nice um, comparison to make. But then, to carry on the experience a bit further, we know that when the disciples reached the Saviour, it says this in verse 9. As soon as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. Now two things there, the saviour seems to have his own fish um, that he has which I thought is interesting um, considering that he has just you know given them the opportunity to catch all that fish, he has fish of his own, um, I don't know if there's anything um, to pick out there about how the saviour always has sufficient uh, for us um, d- despite what we manage to get for ourselves, um, maybe <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm looking too much into that But the one thing that I did want to pick out was this fire of coals. Now, of course, on you know, reading it um, alone in in isolation, you would think, well, it's just describing what there is with the Saviour. But why mention that is my kind of point of view, is why mention that there's this fire of coals there um, before carrying on the, the lesson, which is, of course, to feed his sheep. Now, obviously... One of the things may well be just to explain how the food was cooked and then um, the saviour um, ate with them. Um, and it says how they dined together. But there's there may be something a bit more to it. Uh, this phrase, fire of coals, is used. Uh, and it's to describe this kind of small pit that... Has been created with coals um, that they um, are able to cook the fire. Uh, well, to create fire with, in order to cook things. Um, now, there is one other place in the Bible where we see this fire of coals f- phrase. Uh, the fire of coals is from a Greek word anthrakia which um, means a bed of burning coals. Uh, but the other time that we see it in use in the uh, in the entire Bible. Uh, is in John eighteen eighteen, and I'll read what that says. It says, "And the servants and officers stood there who had made a fire of coals, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them and warmed himself." Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with what this verse is taken from, uh this is where the priests and officers uh, who made, or the servants and officers who made the charcoal fire. Then question Peter about his association with the Saviour, as the Saviour is on his trial, and it is where Peter denies him three times. So maybe, um, possibly, we have a link here between the fact that this is uh, an example of uh, linking back to when Peter denied Christ, and Christ knew that this was going to happen because Peter said it wouldn't, but of course Christ knew that he would deny him three times. And now the Saviour appears after his resurrection with a fire of coals with Peter. And so you think, well, maybe it's just coincidence. But then once they've eaten around this fire of coals, the Saviour turns to Peter and asks him three times, Lovest thou me? Um. Now, I've made links before about how the Saviour asked this of Peter three times and how perhaps it is to get the message across. But perhaps it is a reminder of the denial of three times that he made. But the fact that it's around and it specifically mentions this fire of coals um kind of points even more to the saviour reminding Peter about you know the mistake he has made, but then encouraging him to use this reminder of this mistake to move forward and to renew his his relationship with him. And we are always given this opportunity to Uh, remember our mistakes. Now, of course, the Lord says that he will remember them no more, but we are still, you know, no matter how much repenting we do, we will still remember a number of mistakes that we make. And that's not because we've not been forgiven, but they serve as reminders to help us to make the right choices later on. Um, And this is, I think, what we have here with Peter, a reminder of what mistake he made and the Lord using this memory to encourage him to not make that mistake, to make the right choice and to profess his love three times to him uh, and to to feed his sheep. Perhaps it was part of his repentance process as well, where he was able to make restitution to the Saviour after denying him three times, indicating his devotion three times. Um, It's just interesting that there is this parallel and this link through the language of the Bible uh, between those two uh, events. So, Um, any thoughts on that would be fantastic I'd love to hear your thoughts on that or anything else that you've studied and uh, please join us tomorrow as we go into the book of Daniel for our Come Follow Me materials thank you so much for your time and until we meet again